0: Welcome to the first episode. Here we look at two quotes by Lord. One of the essays in the bu- in this book that Lord wrote is called "Poetry is not a luxury." And by this, what Lord is trying to say is that poetry should not be taken lightly because there are those who use poetry as a way to survive. And I will explain that further. But for now, let me explain the idea behind poetry. One of the quotes in Lord's book says that poetry is the way that we help give name to the nameless so it can be thought. So, when I read this quote, I was wondering about what does that mean? What is she trying to say? It turns out that what she's trying to say is that when a person ha- writes a poem or an essay, they are trying to describe their inner thoughts and feelings and words and emotions that they are usually unable to describe outwardly. So, for example, I am an individual who has autism and, well, it's mild, but it is autism and it's actually a version of it which is called Asperger's and it's very mild, it's not extreme, but it does affect me in certain tasks and certain things. and. Mainly, many of those are how I express myself when I am emotional. When I'm emotional, I get impulsive, and I don't know what to say, and I can sometimes say the wrong things without realizing that they're wrong. So when I'm feeling this long range of pain and sadness, I, and don't know how else to express it, a lot of the times, writing poems helps me express those feelings, and a good example of this that I've experienced is when I had to go to my father's wedding. And that probably is, was one of the worst memories I've ever had because when I discovered I had to go, I realized that I would not be mentally stable there. And I could not express that mental unstableness because in their eyes, it was considered rude. So to deal with the pain of accepting, well, not just accepting, but just dealing with that pain, I wrote so much. I wrote so many poems, letters, and just sentences themselves down on a sheet of paper to just gather my feelings, to gather my thoughts, and to express the amount of anger and frustration and how much I wanted to get out of there and find a new place to live so that I can, I could take a breath. example shows how poetry isn't supposed to be taken lightheartedly, because had I not written down my thoughts, I would have been in eternal pain forever. I would have continued to suffer. And to go further on that, another quote explains or describes, As our hopes and fears become known to and accepted by us, our feelings and the honest exploration of them become sanctuaries and spawning grounds for the most radical and daring of ideas." And by this quote, what Lord is trying to say is, when we have acknowledged these feelings, so when I I had acknowledged that I was going to be mentally unstable, we use those feelings. So I use that fear of becoming mentally unstable to create this form of art, to create this form of work and how we express ourselves. And the way that I was able to do it was when I acknowledged that that fear of becoming unstable at the wedding, it allowed me to express my feelings about it more through writing and how sorry I was for not, for not being able to express it fully during the wedding. So writing down what I felt was able to improve my relationship with my father a lot better. And a lot of the times I based a lot of my poems on my emotions and my hidden feelings because that is where the inspiration comes from. And when those hopes and fears become these powerhouses or these base, bases for everything that we do, it can work most of the time, but sometimes you have to think logically, but most of the time when we want to express ourselves or how we're feeling, it totally works. It definitely works. And I believe that these two quotes are able to show that poetry isn't just a luxury. It is way more than that. It's a privilege. It is something that has to be more than just I guess lighthearted. It it has to be deep and sincere, and to go further on, when we describe about luxury, it talks about pleasure, and it talks about lightheartedness and it talks about all of this, it basically means that you don't take anything seriously, you don't take anything seriously, and the problem is, is that poetry is something that should be taken seriously, because it is a way, it is, It's therapy. It's a form of therapy that can help heal the mind. It helped heal, it helped with healing my mind. So why can it not help heal other people's minds? And I think the reason why it can't do that with other people's minds is because people have taken it for granted. They see it as this small form of art that isn't logic, it's not reasoning, it's not anything, when really it is, it really is. Because it's explaining how a person feels through a metaphorical way. Similarly, with art, it's expressing the person's state of mind through a picture or a sculpture. And I think that really encompasses a person's entire personality. Even books, even books themselves, a series of books can show and describe an author's point of view or a, a, an author's state of mind. I mean, when you look and analyze a lot of these books, you can see that a lot of the authors' minds were, well, some of them were okay, but others were not. And when you look at individuals who are part of the queer community, you can see that their minds were straightforward. They knew what they were going to do, and they were going to do it. When they wrote, that was how they felt. They used their nameless inner selves and wrote it down to give it a name so that they can express it to public. They can show the truth behind it and it's not just a generalization. And I believe that this is what personal to political means, is when you're able to turn these nameless inner feelings, these nameless inner things within you that you feel personal or concerned about. And you're able to make it public. You're able to express it as a form of not just politics, but as a way of life. And I believe that that truly encompasses that ability to show that poetry isn't just a form of pleasure. It is a form of survival. And later, I will be explaining why. by under- And I will be explaining why through the idea of darkness to light. But for now, I would like to thank everyone for listening and I would like to express my gratitude for your support and everything and your, I guess, patience, your patience in listening to me because this is the first time I'm speaking and I'm truly nervous and usually I I don't really like the sound of my voice. But the fact that you're here listening to me makes it seem so and it really helps when I'm able to just express myself through my voice. Because when I'm able to talk just like this, I am at peace. And I've done this a lot as a kid. I've talked to myself. But being able to do it right now has given me a sense of peace because I can talk to myself, but at the same time, people are listening to me speak. And while I do go off on rants these types of rants can help me find my way back to what I needed to talk about. So thank you so much for your support, and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode where we discuss the metaphors of darkness to light. Bye-bye. Everyone, S.L. MegaSham here again, and I just wanted to let you know that I am super grateful for all the support that you have. I did mention this early, in an earlier part of the episode, but I just wanted to say it again separately because truly, this is actually pretty nerve-wracking to talk in front of an entire live audience, well, not exactly a live live audience, but people who are willing to listen to me. I do tend to go off on tangents a lot, and a lot of the times people are polite enough to listen to me. But really, I just feel so happy that I'm able to start this podcast because I hope that in the future I can make more of this and I can talk further about basically this idea of queer studies because I truly believe that this is my way of being able to support them. And hopefully I can make friends and find other people that I can interview about this. So I hope that you enjoy, and I really, really do, uh, I really, really am so grateful for all of you. Namaskar, namaste, and, uh, let's, let's work hard together, and, uh, let's support each other, you know? Thanks.